go to BBB Army Army Hearts to Hearts. My name is Ruth. And I'm Nicole. And we have tons of faces on this episode, guys. Look at all of these amazing faces here. Look at this. I Nicole, this is, the, I think, the most fans we had on ever an episode here. Oh, yeah, the max. The max. And we love it. Awesome. We love it. Well, we definitely have some old faces here. I've been on the show too. And we have some new ones too. So we are super excited to get started with this episode. So before we get started, just like always, I know some fans have been here, but some have not. We are going to do a quick introduction of all these amazing fans. I'll go first. So my name is Kay Lottie. And so I've been a fan of Black Bell Brides for about five years now. I am Santana, and I've been a, a big fan of Black for Brides for about 10 years now. Nice! 10 years! Nice! Hey, I'm Jasmine. I've been a fan since 2013. I'm Alexandra, but I go by Alex or Memoria. Most people know me as Memoria online. Um, I've been listening to music for about four-ish, five years. I'd say four, close, maybe. But I've been like a diehard dove into the fandom and became part of the army last October. So yes. not even a year. Uh, my name is Ian. Uh, I have been a fan of the band since my freshman year in high school. Uh, so that's about, give or take, eight or nine years. I'm Jamie, and I've been a Black Bill Brides fan for about three years now. I'm Jocelyn, and I've been a fan for about two, two to three years now. Very nice. Very nice. Well, uh, first thing is thank you guys so much for signing up for this amazing episode. Uh, just thank you so much. It's, it makes Nicole and I very happy to see all these amazing fans come in as one to discuss the amazing Knives and Pens music video by Black for Brides. And because we are to the final countdown, guys, BBB International Day is Friday, which is going to be epic for the BBB army and everything. So we are pumped. We are excited. We let's get to it then. As you guys seen in the title below, we are all going to go and discuss and dive into the Knives and Pens music video from Blackville Brides. Literally, this music video was put out on YouTube and basically took off and started Blackville Brides International Day. It was the first of their careers. And wow, it's just crazy to think back of what year. I forgot what year was that? 2009? That video was released. I think so. Mm -hmm. All right. So our very first question is for this is for all of you guys. Like, how did you guys come across Knives and Pens music video? Like for me, <laughs> it's a funny story. It was high school, freshman year of high school when I discover it. Um, one of my ex-boyfriends at the time was trying to throw rock music at me. And so he kept throwing it and throwing it. And then one day, on his Facebook, on the Facebook post feed, uh, he posted the Knives and Pens made a video. I looked at him like, he's going to ask me about this. Might as well watch it. I clicked it, was hooked on ever since. <laughs> what about you, Nicole? <laughs> so for how I discovered Black Bread's Knives and Pens music video, if you guys haven't watched in previous videos, I have discussed how basically I was never a big fan of music before. Um, I didn't have a favorite band or anything like that. And I printed off this huge list of bands from school, came home and told myself I was going to like check out every single band. I ended up checking out every single one of them. I didn't really like necessarily care for any band that I had listened to. And before I was just about to tell myself, I'm done. I'm just going to log off the computer for the night. Try again tomorrow. Um, YouTube had a suggestion in the corner for Blackfoot Brides music video, Knives and Pens. I was like, that's not, you know, Blackfoot Brides isn't on the list here. I was 
was like, okay. So I clicked on the video and that entire video changed my entire life. I watched that at least 50 more times that night. <laughs> um, but Jocelyn, I saw that you had your hand raised. Did you want to go? Yeah. So I actually found out the music video by, so my ex best friend, she got me into Buckfield Brides and I was just like going through their music and it was like on my suggestion. And ever since then, I kind of just been watching it like maybe a couple times a week. The music video, at least. Ian. So when I was a freshman in high school, I was in marching band and there was this kid. And I've talked about this before. I'm not going to say his name for obvious reasons, but, you know, he was in the same section as me. And we would uh, I'd always see him wearing a Black Bill Brides T-shirt. And I'm like, huh. This is pretty cool. Uh, I think I'll uh, check them out. And when I first saw the Knives and Pins music video, my jaw dropped and I was blown away. I was like, oh, my God, this is the most beautiful thing I have ever seen in my entire life, dude. The hair, the makeup, the clothes, the costumes, the music alone. It was this wicked, man. It was cool. Uh it was originally started from my oldest sister who liked the band before I even knew about them. And then I, then it kind of started where I started out watching like in the end. And then I started listening to all songs and then knives and pens popped up and it kind of definitely changed the vibe of who they were for sure. And then it, that's what, that's the one that stuck to me the most, to be honest. Um, so I'll basically go next. So I basically came across like, like Nicole, I didn't really like any type of band. So I basically started listening to Knives and Pens through Pandora. And so I started like listening to like the beats and all that. So I'm like bobbing my head. And so I started doing YouTube and started watching the video. I'm like all singing to the lyrics out loud. And I basically liked the video a lot. That's basically how I love the, the music as it is. Memoria, right? You raised your hand. Yeah. <laughs> For me... So for me, Black Hole Brides was kind of like weirdly introduction into metal. Like my parents would listen to metal all the time, but due to certain things that happened, I hated it. Just like it was a stance that I took and I hated any kind of screaming. And so I actually got introduced to Black Hole Brides just in the end, because a little bit, but not really screaming. And then listened to Nacht and Pants and watched the video. And after that, I was like, okay, I need to find more videos by Black Hole Brides and found the Knives and Pants. It was actually at first a song that was our, my least favorite. And I was like, this is a bit too much screaming for my, but at the same time, I liked it and confused me. And then slowly I got into it and now it's one of my favorite songs. And I'm very much into metal and have like listened to all kinds of metal. So it's a song that got me into more metal and heavier music. I'm in the same boat with yeah. you. That's how I was. So. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I was 12, I believe seventh grade. My best friend told me about Black Bow Brides and she wanted me to check out Perfect Weapon. So I watched that music video when I got home and then in the suggested was Knives and Pens. And I'm like, okay, what is this? I really like the first song and I just fell in love with it. How I came across it was I was, I think I was in 11th grade at the time and it was during like COVID and all that good crap. And 
Previous to that, my first, I think the first song that I listened to that like got me into Black Veil Brides was the In the End. And I would like listen to it on Spotify. Well, when I was um, in quarantine, the computer that I was on at the time didn't have Spotify on it. So I was listening through to music through YouTube and I had come across the music video or whatever. And I was like, okay, like, let's check this out. And I really like it. So then, I mean, it just kind of went from there. Uh, yeah, just from hearing from all you guys, uh, physically raise your hand. <laughs> How many for those was Nights and Pens like your very first Black Rise musical m- music video? Because that was for me and Nicole and Ian and Jamie too. And the rest of you, you guys found other Black Rise music videos that led to Knives and Pens, correct then, right? Okay, yeah. cool, nice, cool. So we all seen this beautiful creation of Knives and Pens when Andy was like, Oh my god, how old was he when he when he was doing when he did that? It's 18, I thought, right? 18. I always want to say 16. I don't know why. <laughs> he was, was 14 when he started the band, though. Yeah, he 14 when he started mm-hmm. it, but when he produced and everything, the video, yeah, around 18 years old. So we've all seen it. It's amazing. I mean, I rewatched it this morning and last night in total. Uh so just from your so the first time you ever saw Black Phil Bride, um, Knights and Pens music video. This next question is like, what message did you get from this music video? Like, what was the message that just from watching it the very first time, like first impression? Wow, for me, honestly, I think personally, I love this question as just a starter because I think one thing that's really cool about music and music videos alone is it speaks to all of us differently. We all have, for all of us, it has different meanings. And for the Knives and Pens music video, my first time watching it, Obviously, I was in high school and I mean, just look at me, you guys. I was clearly bullied. I was a target. Okay. But (laughs) for me watching it, it's just, I think it represents an outcast that's trying to go through life and you don't really fit in anywhere. You don't belong anywhere. And all the things that you like and enjoy are either misunderstood or you get, you know, other people just hate on it um, because, because it is misunderstood because they don't understand why you would like something that's dark or what they would call probably evil. And to me, the music video spoke like you had the option of you could take a knife, you could self-harm, or you could take a pen and you can write, you can write down how you feel, write down all your feelings, whether you have that friend or that person that you can speak to or not, there's always paper and paper sometimes can be your best friend and writing down all your feelings. I felt for me, just, it really just showed you that what you're going through will not last forever and you will make it through whatever it is you are going through. So personally, that's, that's what it speaks to me. (laughs) What about you, Ruth? Uh, Ditto. (laughs) I mean, you pretty much summed it up for me. I mean, the only difference is first impression was like obviously bullying and stuff, outcast, misfits, high school. Me was such a weirdo and dark, dork. But um, I will admit what you said about the knife and pen about you, you have the choice of like, obviously that we don't want with the knife. But for me with the pen, since I love art, I'm an art teacher. Hello. I took it as you can take an outlet. It doesn't mean it have to be writing. It can also be like um, 
painting, drawing, anything. And that was for me, my outlet during high school, because surprisingly, yes, I also too got bullied and teased that too. And um, Knives and Pens, when I listened to it, I took the pens of like, I t- took it as a paintbrush in my eyes. So there you go. Oh, <laughs> I love that. I'm sorry. I love that. <laughs> Jasmine. I definitely have to agree with you, Ruth and Nicole, but for the pen, for me, I think it's just turning anything into beauty, whether that be writing a song, writing in your journal, art, something physically beautiful that you can create because of all those negative emotions you're feeling, it really fuels creativity as well. I also agree with Ruth that at the same time, artistic wise, that um, because I used like I did drama, I did also did drama as well, and I was in high school, and so yeah, I was bullied as well. I didn't really fit into any of my classes. The same thing with Nicole. She like I was like basically a target for bullying. But when it came to drama, everyone was nice to me. I basically expressed myself for who I was. Like they didn't really care who I was. Like they basically accepted me for who I am, and that basically made me feel more welcome when it comes to that. Jocelyn. So I kind of, I agree with you guys. Um, but because like this school, cause I'm still in high school and I am most definitely an outcast because in my shop, I'm the only person other than one of the other kids, but I go all out who would dress up with like my, my boots, a skirt, a chain and all that. And like other banties and wear the make and wear makeup. Nobody else in my shop does that. So I'm kind of like, the same thing with outcasts because I am an outcast because I don't make much friends talk to much people and with the pen it, it's mainly like anything that can make me happy and that can lead guide me away from the self-harm that the knife can do uh Ian <laughs> when I said that Black Hill Brides was like my gateway band I don't know if I said that already but you know, for, after seeing this music video, I did think it was cool. It was wicked. It was awesome. And I didn't, need, Nicole, I didn't even think about it that way until you said something. And now that you did, I'm like, it makes so much sense. Um, but for me, my first impression was, wow, I feel like I have just entered into this world of rock and roll and kind of alternative music but i guess if i had to give the first impression you know we're all talking about how none of us really fit in in high school jocelyn um you'll come to learn this as you get older uh, I, I imagine you're a freshman sophomore in high school right a junior junior okay well for me Fitting in is so overrated, dude. And I feel like with music like Knives and Pens, you know, it's just, it's something that can help people like us really express ourselves. And if we're talking about pens and like things that make us happy, I'm an English major, though I don't do nearly as much reading as I should. And I really enjoy freelance poetry. So if I can just, you know, I come home from work or something, and I'm pissed off and I need a like a way to just vent and get it out, I pull up my computer and I write. And I think that's a very wonderful first impression to get from this music video. Uh, Memoria, yes. 
So obviously I found it later after high school, after college was done. I actually was like the quiet emo goth because I didn't feel like it could fit in with the emo goth because my taste in music and everything was all over the place that I couldn't quite find a spot in any place. So I kind of was the outcast in the sense that no one paid attention to me, which sometimes was good, sometimes was bad. But I know my sister got bullied. So like seeing that video, I was like, is this what like a lot of things that she's been going through? And I know a lot of my friends that have been bullied. And I was like, I've seen like journals and despite not getting fully bullied, I still felt left out. And I did convey a lot of things to paper. So all my notebooks in high school, all have drawings on them, all have sketches and backs all colored over. So for me, that connected with, on one hand, seeing kind of what a lot of my friends have been through and talking to them also. I know that's kind of similar stuff and seeing how people view the not quite outward appearance that I had, but how people view the mental kind of the things I enjoyed um, really connects through that that music video and to me I was like this is really like once I learned that that was done as like a low budget I was like oh, that uh, my first impression was like this is a really really good video I really enjoyed this video Santa Anna's yes yeah, I mean, you kind of broke it up in between there, but yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, for me, though, like with the music video, seeing it, uh, like looking at the uh, the person that they had portray, I guess I would think that would be like a video of like Andy's life. Uh, kind of like reminded me of like how I was in uh, middle school and high school. Like I was always seen as somewhat different and like no one would talk to me. And like I kind of just see how that resembled through the video as well. And then for like calling, like talking about like a knife and then a pen kind of talks about like, you're kind of making your own life choices at this point. And like, you can either go the wrong way or write down how the wrong way would affect you if you would have gone that way. And it kind of pushes me to my point where I, I just feel like I can pick up a pen and just write down everything that I could have been doing, but stayed away from. Jamie, would you like to? So um, I like Nicole's like explanation of it. The only thing different for me, I guess, was the my version of pens was kind of just like any outlet other than self-harm to like get your, uh, yourself out of that kind of like headspace, I guess, whether that be like ranting to a friend or, you know, creating art or some type of art or, you know, writing stuff down. Um, I can definitely say this that I think and in, in our own way, Knives and Pen has definitely impacted our lives. It's a song and video that we can go to that we need that words of encouragement when we have our down days. And I'm sure obviously Andy knows this, the guys know that they appreciate all the fans of the Beauty of the Army and everything that they've done to support them. 
And I just want to say to all of you, um, I know some of you have been open with us about some of the hard times you've been through growing up, either at school, or just life in general, but all of you are strong in your own way. And Nicole and I are so happy that you're here with us. And I know life is life. <laughs> life is a mystery. Life definitely has our down shitty days and stuff, but um just know that you guys aren't alone. You are in this amazing fandom community here of the BBB Army, and we're family. The next question we have is, what are your guys' thoughts about the settings and the outfits that were portrayed in the Knives and Pens music video? I just got to say, I absolutely dig the all-white theme. I'm obsessed with it. I, I dig the blood. I just adore everything about this music video. What about you, Ruth? I'm with the blood scene, the very ending of it with the old white and that blood splatter on all the guys. Also, when they do that quick transition of because most of the time they're wearing the black, I mean, not the black, the white shirt and pants and occasionally sometimes black. But when they go on that full like Tara fishnets and makeup and stuff like a Motley Crue type feel, I'm like, I'm living for it. Can uh, I just wanted more of that. I know they were like, teasing and like hinting like this is more to come and stuff which obviously did happen but I'm just like I love that all and just I will say but the first time I did watch the video the setting like I had no idea where they were filming it but I was questioning so hard about the mannequins I'm like is there like corresponding I was just like why are there just random mannequins here I know that I know it, Andy explained it more in his book which we will get into but that was I was like mannequins it's throwing me off. I think at the time I just didn't like mannequins. So that's just, that's just me. That's just me. Yes, Jasmine. I agree with you, Ruth. But I also have to say, I really like that they did the all white theme because when you think of rock or heavy metal, you think of black. So I think it really makes them stand out choosing to do all white. I agree with you on that for sure. I expected all black. So the all white theme was just really a, a jaw dropper. I mean, with his pierced blue eye and black hair, I'm not complaining. <laughs> Ian. Wait, so did you say mannequins? Yeah, did, yeah. You like did the, see the mannequins? Did you not see the mannequins in the background? In the music it, video. Man, that <laughs> went over my head, dude. I've seen that music video probably <laughs> a thousand times. And I am, uh, I'm going to have to go back and watch it and like really just peek in there. Oh, it's like, okay, so I will say at first time, it's just, it's a white background, the lights, the mannequins are white. So it's just like, they're, they're there. So trust me, they're there. Oh man, I'm, I feel, I feel so uneducated now. Doggone it. <laughs> oh, don't, please don't. I mean, there are Easter eggs everywhere in these music videos that Chris has told me. I'm like, I had no idea. And I've been a fan for like, what, a decade? So <laughs> no, don't feel bad. Don't feel bad. <laughs> As far as kind of the clothing goes, you know, you have the uh, the protagonist, the the young kid, and you have his you have his older brother, I guess, right? And the older brother's kind of like a jockier guy, drives a I think he drives like a really cool like Mustang or Corvette or something. That right there, like that alternative younger brother and older brother who's more like you know, jockey in a prime. Kind of reminds me of growing up, I was a very young kid in my graduating class and I would have these older people that I would hang out with. And 
while I dress the way that I do, they would dress kind of similar to that. And that just kind of really stuck with me personally, seeing that. I didn't really care for the outfits. It was more of like how the scenery was, how pictured it was and how they were doing it. Because like when they were well, and the bullies were coming after the kid, it really reminded me of school now because it still happens. You know, that stuff still happens. The bullies come after you. And it just gave me like an open-minded that even then when I was shot, kind of still happened when Andy went to school. But it's not as bad now, but it's still kind of bad in my, at least in my school. And also, like the white background was pretty cool, though, because usually metal and rock is all heavy black, just black on black. But there could have been like a little bit of color because on their shirts or something, because I couldn't see much. It was just white on white. On white. <laughs> so that's why I didn't see the mannequins, because now I know that there's mannequins. <laughs> I never saw <laughs> I feel I'm good. <laughs> so, yeah, as for me, like, I like to transition from white to black. But, Ruth, when you mentioned the whole mannequins thing, I mean, I've seen this video, like, how many... Okay, I literally took a screenshot of this. I'm going to have to share my screen. The mannequins, this is a thing. <laughs> mannequins in the background! Well, no, no one... Oh, no, yeah, I see it now. <laughs> <laughs> I think there's even during the blood scene, you can even see blood all over the mannequins too, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, you can. So yeah, there's, they're there's there, they're there. I promise you. I mean, with the outfits, to me, I don't know if it's just it's just a theory in my head, but uh, with like how the outfits are switching from like black to white, I feel like that's kind of representing like with like black, you know, you it's kind of pointing towards like the story of the the knives, and then like with the white kind of pointing to the side of the story with the pens, like you can choose either side and like you always have to make that choice. I love the switching between black and white. Like the, I mean, it's mostly white, but it does have those moments of switching into dark mm -hmm. and lighter. Switching. So anything that you guys would have liked to have seen them add in or anything different that you would have liked to seen with the music video? Uh, for me personally though, I'm, I actually don't want them to add anything different in or anything like that, because if they were to make any, even the smallest change, it would not be the music video that it is today. And I think even the slightest change could even redirect them to where they are right now. That's just my personal opinion though. What about you, Ruth? I would agree. I think the only like a tiny little detail i would love at least andy or the other members to have worn throughout that music video i know it didn't exist back then but if they were going to go in the past with this i'm like just switch it because i know andy's wearing a black rosemary type deal on him but i know that either just came out for Gretchen divine era they made one of their logos and stuff i thought that would have been kind of cool for him to, to kind of switch out the necklace that's the only little detail but other than that i do agree with you i don't think they should do anything with music videos so. yes Ian sir um I kind of would have liked to have seen the outcome of what happened to the uh young man that was playing the high schooler in that video because it cuts the very last scene as you see him kind of walking down the sidewalk and then it kind of stops but maybe seeing him again would have Oh, he was being rude. Rude. I saw your smile, and I was like, "We know exactly." Okay, we know. Ian, okay, Ian. 
Um, Nicole and I are smiling for multiple reasons, just because um, I, don't want, I don't want to put you on the spotlight because I know you feel bad for not seeing the mannequins. So, Ian, you do know <laughs> that Andy likes to put Easter eggs throughout the whole music, all music videos, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to cry. <laughs> okay, this might be new for everyone because I didn't know about this one either, so... Ian, so that boy, the actor, that even though that that same boy, but that boy also appeared in the perfect weapon music video towards the end. Yeah, hang on, hang on, hang on. There's more. There's more. There's Chris more? told me this one and I had no idea. What was that music video? I know it wasn't from four, Nicole. What was uh, it? Goodbye Agony. He appeared in Goodbye Agony. He's older, obviously, but that's the guy. That's the boy from Knives and Pens. Ian, I think I broke him. Ian? I gotta look this up, man. He just the out the laptop. <laughs> I mean, it's okay. Ian, I did not know about that one of Goodbye Acne. I, like, I saw a random dude and stuff. I'm like, who's that? And then Chris told me, and I'm like, wow. Well, Jocelyn, take it. <laughs> I, I know that there was supposed to be Easter eggs, but I really would have liked to see the mannequins. Mannequins. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I probably would have changed them, like them being a different color or like, like a little bit of color. Just because that's me in general. I just need like a little color. Like it just can't be bland. I'm just saying if everything was white though, that means you would just see all the members' hair. <laughs> No, his their hair is white too. We floating just Andy's piercing blue eyes. That is that, so that, floating that, eyes and floating, floating hair. Eyes, a signature floating pierced blue eyes. That okay, going back on track. Going back on track. Uh, did anyone mm-hmm. else want to say anything about like if you could do little details or changes to the music video, or would pretty much everyone agree? Leave it how it is. Mm-hmm. I agree. Just, just leave it as it is. Just leave it. Yeah, I think it's just even like how part of me wants to say to upgrade and make it look newer, but it it works exactly how it is. It's like the whole looks, maybe a bit more blood, <laughs> but that's just me liking blood. Andy was out here getting carried at the very end of the music video. Hmm. Carried, like Stephen King carried. Oh my God, <laughs> I got you. I know we would not change it, but okay, that music video came out such a, like oh, more than a decade ago now where they are now. And with that, with Lonnie being, now that they actually have a band, like five guys instead of three guys with it, what are your thoughts if they were ever going to redo this music video? I mean, would they, would you guys think they would keep everything the same? Now they have five guys, not just three guys and stuff. Do you guys think they would keep everything the same? Cause like, I personally would love them to refilm and redo this music video, give it like another birth to it because this music video, yes, is perfect how it is. But like we have Lonnie, we have Cece, we have Jinx, we have Jake, just all of them on that music video. I'm just like, this needs to happen. Mm-hmm. I need to see this happen. Nicole, <laughs> I just love your word choice, rebirth. <laughs> Rebirthing the Knives and Pens music video is 
going to be like the greatest thing to ever happen if they do this. I would love for them to totally recreate the Knives of Pens music video, whether they're going to leave everything exactly the same, just the only difference would be the members. Even if they completely changed it, I don't think I'd be mad because we still have the original, but like, I feel like them redoing it brings back a lot of nostalgia. I think that they should have been like, to redo the music video, but they would like incorporate the new members because they didn't have all the members when they filmed it because it was a different yeah. band before Fake, Jinx, and all the others came in. But I really think that they should re they incorporate the others into it. And I think that would be really cool if they did. But keep everything the same, just incorporate the new members. Well, if they were to ever redo the music video now, they've already redone the first album and Knives and Pins was on the first album. And I think with all of the creativity that stems from Andy's mind, you know, he's the one who created the Family Tomorrow, which is awesome, by the way. That's so cool, dude. I think maybe he could conjure up a new story, like maybe something that has to do with current events, um, with everything that's going on in our world right now. There's a lot of heartache and a lot of struggle. And I think maybe, you know, in addition to, like Jocelyn said, incorporating the new members, you can incorporate a new atmosphere and a new story. I'm going to be the one said. I don't think that like remaking it the same as original. I don't think I want to see that because there's so much to music video that him being that young, him being connected at high school or, and the small amount of band members and how it, I don't think you could recreate it the same due to the circumstances that they made it in. Uh, it, it will feel fake making it and remaking it i think if they going to make another video with all the guys they should make a different video a new video a different version with like you're saying a different message but i think that original video should just be the the feel of how old it is and the ages just i don't think that will work anymore especially with how the band members look now just won't have that same connection that is completely yeah. that you do bring a perspective in that sense and i i do agree with yeah. you in that sense because it has been a while and since andy filmed that when he was 18 he did connect with high school and everything so you bring up a good point okay so out of curiosity how many of you guys have andy's book we don't have to understand audible counts yes audible counts yes okay so for those of us who've read it um chapter 14 is all about knives and pens that Andy wrote from his perspective and all about the details and the mannequins and everything else about it. So um, I read this quick chapter. And so basically, yeah, Andy uh, moved into LA and stuff with his ex-girlfriend. And uh, obviously he did not have a job yet. <laughs> but uh, during the time when he was dating his ex-girlfriend, she was a huge part of the Rob Zombie remake of the Halloween movies. And so he would go with her to on set and kind of like be there and sitting and waiting. He literally said he was bored because <laughs> he had nothing else to do. And anytime the crew would come and ask him, he would literally just start, I'm in the band, Black Hole Brides, because that's literally all he had to say. 
Uh, that is where he met Patrick, who actually gave him a shot to film and direct the Knives and Pens music video, which I thought was really cool. Like, oh, you met your best pal Patrick at the Halloween Rob Zombie remake set. So little fun fact of the Knives and Pens music video is that the original audio of Knives and Pens is the same audio that you guys hear for the music video. Nothing really changed with that, which I think is just the coolest thing. And I know with uh, Patrick giving Andy a shot with this music video, I think Patrick even said he knew knew a place that wasn't too expensive, that was somewhat affordable to rent out. And I know, Memoria, you mentioned this uh, earlier that the quality of Knives and Pens was impressive because like, I think Andy had to pay Patrick like what, $2,000 or something just to rent a space and make this music video happen or something, I want to say. Yeah, and I know that Amy and Chris definitely helped out Andy with this, and I, I don't know how Andy, Andy got the money and made it happen, so, mm-hmm. and there's just some fun facts about this music field, so they rented this space, it was a warehouse, tons of random things there, hence the mannequins, he saw the mannequins, decided just to put them in there, so it was a warehouse that's full of random things and then you just saw mannequins and so you just put them in there not really a story or anything plot twist but there you go <laughs> well i think another fun fact with that location is he did state that it was like right next to a diaper factory too <laughs> gotta love it <laughs> and uh, so as we know from watching the music video, we only see three members. We see um, Andy, Sandra, and the guitarist. Chris Hollywood. Thank you, Chris. Originally, there was supposed to be another person, and that person was Alan, um, because obviously when Patrick gave him the shot, the band wasn't really formed yet, and Andy, so he kind of desperately was looking for people. His ex-girlfriend uh, at the time introduced Sandra to Andy, uh, Andy was aware of Chris moved over there and then he found Alan in the MySpace times and everything. But the day of shooting, uh, uh, Alan had to uh, drop out because his, in the book it says his girlfriend was calling him because a dog died. So he just dipped the day of the filming. Do you guys see this big square thing here? <laughs> Looks like a door. So that's actually just a random light box Andy found just to put in place of Alan because he was not there. It works though. <laughs> it does work. But I, I, it's just a random light box he found and just put it to cover the space that Alan was supposed to be there playing. So it was just kind of funny to read that part. <laughs> you would <laughs> never have known there was supposed to be another guitarist there. Right. One thing, and Andy does mention a little bit about this in the book, I think there's some photos if you look it up. Um, obviously, we see Andy with a very simple stitch and, you know, smoky eyes and black eyeliner. But on his chest, he has WM3. Have you guys saw that one throughout the music video? Yes. So, yeah, he has a WM3. And when I first saw that, I'm like, what is this about? <laughs> and he it's actually something kind of deep actually it's not nice it stands for west memphis three and it was actually a case that happened in the 90s and you know how we hear that audible of someone speaking about black clothing black fingernails and everything before they get to the song so with this west memphis three it was it's a bad case it's not nice it's not friendly basically to wrap it up um, these three young boys were murdered somewhere. And from the detect of what police said, it looked like a satanic ritual type deal. 
and they were looking for who did this and they arrested and put into jail these three teenager boys and basically that comes to the whole saying of never judge a book by its cover because these three older boys um were wearing all black listen to heavy rock metal and stuff had their black fingernails and they were judged for what they were wearing and listening and so they actually got arrested and put into jail for the murder that they did not commit it was they were innocent that audio clip that we hear in the beginning of the music video actually came from the case audio files that andy uh put in and obviously discovered and saw and it was very interesting and that's why he has the west uh wm3 on his chest to represent that case and for those three boys who were innocent and were put into jail when i read about that i was just like wow i had no idea and that i'm actually curious of like how Andy found out about this case, honestly. Uh, Yes, Ian. I feel like, uh, if I can just interject here, I feel like I'm learning so much about not just this music video and everything that got put together, but about like Andy and everything that like kind of led up to producing this music video and other things like Goodbye Agony, Easter Eggs. I'm I'm, I'm learning. Awesome. It's really cool. Another fun thing that I just found out literally like this morning um going back to the west memphis three with the three boys one of those boys named damien and he was the oldest i believe from those three boys that he got put into jail luckily they got released of everything because it was a huge big deal like rock stars started coming out about it even johnny depp also too anyways so you know time passed andy actually got to meet damien at the golden god awards one year and damien thanked him for everything about the music video, the representation and everything, which I had no idea about. And so I thought that was honestly heartwarming that Andy got to meet one of the boys who was wrongly accused for these crimes. So it was, it was just super sweet to me. Another fun fact about the Knives and Pens music video that Andy has stated in his book, um, in case you guys didn't know, literally like right after they released the Knives and Pens music video, it received half a million views in literally I think less than a couple of days and then right after the album released it had over uh 10 million views but before the album got released um despite the Knives of Pens music video being at half a million views Black Veil Brides was still being disregarded as a band though no label wanted to work with them or sign with them because they said it is not 1984 anymore like how shitty is that also Lots of musicians pay homage to the 1980s. I mean, shit, Andy has done Motley Crue songs on stage before, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Isn't that kind of the idea? Yeah. You know what? To all those music labels and people who put down BVB and Andy during that time, look where they are now. Look where they are now. That's what I'm going to say. I don't want to go in a soapbox. So, <laughs> hey, I'm sure the labels are kicking themselves in the ass right now. As they should. They missed out. Yeah. But, I mean, since its release, it has gained over 125 million views. The birth of Black Brights, and honestly, the birth of the army, I would say, as well, too. Uh, yeah. Yes, Ian. This month, in addition to being Pride Month, International BBB Day is coming up here real soon. I want to take this opportunity to say that it is also Men's Health Awareness Month. You know, with talking about knives and pins, you know, 
I remember at the Trinity of Territory and I saw the screen where all the images were coming up and it looked like pages were being written in a book of some kind. And truthfully, it is a story. You know, it makes me think back to when I was in high school and I put my headphones in and I listened to the acoustic knives and things and I found a room. I sat down, I buried my head and my knees and I just kind of listened to it. And I almost, I think I teared up at one point. I, I can't quite remember, but Knives and Pins, Blackville Brides, everybody in the band, everybody in the fandom, everybody that we have a connection with, you know, it's manifested into a shoulder for you to cry on and a hand to guide you through some of the darkest chapters of your young adult life. And I think that it is really important that we look out for one another. If there is a man in your life and you hold him really close to you, you know, just remember to check in on him. And that goes for the LGBTQ community too. It's also Pride Month, you know. To all of the LGBTQ members out there, we support you. We love you. Thank you. Thank you, Ian. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> that bring that pretty much brings us to the end of this episode, guys. Um, we have definitely learned a lot from everyone's pr perspective with this Knives and Pens music video, where we saw it, learning more, obviously, from Andy's book that he wrote from his perspective. Again, just thank you guys so much for signing up and coming on to this episode and discussing Knives and Pens, the birth of Blackville Brides and everything. Because this music video, I do say, it's just like, it's iconic. Thank you guys so much. Uh, we appreciate it. And BBB Army, you know what to do. All these amazing fans, all their social media links will be down in the description below. Please go give them a follow on their Twitter, Instagram. If they have a TikTok, TikTok will be listed too please go give them a follow because they are just truly amazing fans and they are just awesome the fact that they get to come on here to discuss nice and pen with us so please army bb army you know exactly what to do every single link will be down in the description below please go give them a follow and everything so we just again thank you guys so much we appreciate it and we are super excited for bbb international day which is coming very very soon here blackville brides day it's amazing they deserve all the support and all the love and cheer from us so we cannot wait to be a part of that so i was going to say to everyone that is watching um i know our videos typically get released on wednesday but keep an eye out on international blackville brides day there will be a video released on our channel. Yes, you get special two videos. <laughs> two in one week. Two in one week. We have been busy this time. So. Oh, yes. <laughs> All right. Thank you guys so much for tuning in this episode. We cannot wait for Black Club Rides International Day. Thank you guys all, and we will see you guys very, very soon. Bye.